welcome to Count Creepy Head Saturday Morning Monster Mash. Blah! <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to episode 30. We made it to 30 of Count Creepyhead's Saturday Morning Monster Mash. Woo-hoo. Guess what, guys? Guess what I did? I bought CountCreepy.com. And if you go it's to It's like Count- they have 30 testicles now. What? <laughs> <laughs> if you go to C-O-N-T... C-O-N-T... That, nope, that's wrong. C-O-U-N-T... K-R-E-E-P-Y dot com. It'll direct you to our link tree. Yay! Woo-hoo. So it's not really a website, but I bought it. <laughs> uh, if you happen to be a very talented website designer, uh, and you know of some free hosting that I could attach Count Creepyhead to, I will gladly pay you in toys. Just throwing it out there. So, um, how's everybody doing? Not too sure. Also, be be very careful to not go to uh, C-U-N-T, Creepyhead. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's a different site altogether, um, uh, and that is unaffiliated. Cunt Creepy is just somewhere you don't want to go. Trust me on this. Um, levels of disturbing you have yet to imagine. Um, I'm going to write that down as a possible episode. Name... I'm sure Apple will love that. Um, <laughs> so do you guys smell that? You smell it in the air? Uh, oh, yeah, one? that's discount season. Uh-huh. You took my joke? Yes. It's <laughs> beginning to smell a lot like clearance. Guess what started today, guys? Walmart. Clearance clearance. And I found so much good stuff. So much. Things that I don't need, but they were cheap. Transformers, Kingdom figures. They're on clearance in some Walmarts, not all Walmarts. Beast Wars re-releases. They're on clearance in some Walmarts, not all Walmarts. Hey, to be to be fair, you, if you didn't already have it, you needed that black arachnia. I got black arachnia for yeah. nine bucks. I That's left the really fossilizers cool. that were there, which was... Uh, the T-Rex and the Pterodactyl, because I don't need that many. They had a Rodimus, Kingdom Rodimus, for like $34.99, something like that. Oh. I picked up, they had the Masters Universe Wave, that's Fisto, Merman, Great Evil Lynn, and one other guy, uh, Faker. So they had just Evil Lins left for 9 bucks. I grabbed Evil Lynn. Go, I decided that, like, you know what? I'm going to check a bunch of Walmarts because where there's smoke, there's fire. The next Walmart I go to has Deluxe Battle Armor He Man for nine bucks. I grabbed that. Then they had the WWE Masters of the WWE Universe figures for five. So I returned the Evil Lynn that I bought and I made the Stephanie McMahon WWE as my Evil Lynn because it's five bucks and I'm going to play with it. And I bought Goldberg for five bucks. Um, I saw a bunch of other stuff that I don't need, but it was like cheap, cheap, cheap. Uh, the G.I. Joe, the Snake Eyes movie figures, they had tons and tons of Baronesses for like eight bucks. 
So, um, you know, if you want a sort of Baroness, start checking. If you want, like, a placeholder Storm Shadow and a Snake Eyes to play with, start checking. Um, and I'm sure it's just a matter of time before Target starts dropping prices and stuff and moving things out. Um, I'm guessing it's all dependent on, like, square footage and planograms for Walmarts. I'm going to hit three to seven more tomorrow, and I'll find more crap I don't need, I'm sure. Um <laughs> There was like Marvel Legends, all kinds of just, man, you don't need it. Spend money on it. Got a little clearance. So, uh, yeah. Good times. It's worth your time. Um, I think that's it for news. Are you guys ready for show and tell? Because unlike last week, I got way too much crap this week. <laughs> Indeed. So yes. I guess I'll just open the floodgates i got the newest wave of the super seven ninja turtles i got donatello casey jones and muckman who's the fourth one on that set um Um, mondo yeah yeah, i did not get mondo gecko um so muckman as we kind of stated last week or no you guys got it in between the weeks is a work of art like, if I have ever held a flawless figure in my life, it's Muckman. Beautiful. I had a little bit of trouble getting the garbage can in his back. Yeah, I did too. Otherwise, but the old figure I had the same problem with. I love him to death. It's an amazing toy. Um, I did not put the gun in his hands because I did not want to stress the plastic. Yeah, I did the same thing. <laughs> he's super cool. And... Moving on to the other two that I got. Well, actually, I got another guy, but I'll get to it. Um, Casey Jones, all of his accessories are bent in the bubble. I open it up, and the plastic is nice and stiff. The problem is that the bubble <laughs> is too tight around the accessories. and makes them bow outwards. Uh, so they kind of gradually just went back into their natural shape, thank God. Um Casey's a great. You gotta figure. be careful with that stiff plastic and a tight bubble. That's right. <laughs> you can't get his golf bag over his shoulders without popping his head off, and his head's not meant to pop off. Oh, so that sucks. I did a little boiling, did a little popping, put it back on, no problem. Also, his hair is very spiky, so if you try to get a good grip and pull that head off, you're gonna hurt your hands. Yeah, that sounds right somehow. I, you know, I'm really surprised they didn't. They didn't go with the uh, an alternate head of the unused vintage uh, unmasked Casey sculpt. It needed yeah. a little, but it comes with like a boatload of accessories. Some of them don't make sense to me because you can't really hold them like hockey pucks. Um, but he's still awesome, and the, like they kind of the extra details of his weapons tree, which is like a hockey net, is fun. It's Casey Jones. I, I had to have Casey Jones. Um, and the other He's one's Donatello. Casey Jones, punk. I'm surprised Look, I, they didn't do the uh, the vintage style golf bag with the little, you know, where you could pull the strap off to like put it around him and then snap it back on. You know, you might be able to. I didn't want to find out. Oh, uh, okay, that's fair. Um, it looked like maybe part of the bag would snap on and snap off, but I don't want to like make the mistake of just ripping it because it's a softer plastic. Yeah. Um, yeah. Great toy, though. Holds everything fine. Like I said, the bats, the hockey club, the hockey stick, the golf club, I'm sorry. They kind of go back to their original positions. And Donatello 
is Donatello. If you have any of the other Ninja Turtles, you know what you're getting. The only thing I'm still kind of worried about are their hips. They kind of have this drop-down hip articulation that the G.I. Joes have. Um, That's a little thin. So you really want to play with them, but I think they're just pose them and leave them kind of toys. Um, Because the other ones, the bigger figures like Bebop, Rocksteady, they're big and they're hefty, and you could really have fun with them. The Turtles, I don't think you can as much because of the way the hip pegs are. Uh, And the last one I got was the Glow-in-the-Dark Mutagen Man, which is Glow-in-the-Dark Mutagen Man. He's awesome. Uh, My only complaint is the same complaint that the other figure had. It's hard to get all of his accessories stuffed into his bubble because of the way the brain is placed with inside. So if you want to just like the apple core inside of him, you really have to give it some elbow grease to pop it past the brain to kind of get it rattling around inside the way it's supposed to be. Um, yeah, I kind of remember the vintage one having the same problem with some of the stuff you throw inside of him. Um, but he glows nice and bright. The packaging glows in the dark. Very, very cool. Um, I think they they did that with the Baxter Stockman one too. The yeah, the like electric blue glow in the dark. That's just a really cool touch that Super Seven's been doing. Normally, you throw the boxes out because you don't have the room to hold on to them. But when they go out of their way and give you a glow in the dark box, I think it's kind of cool and worth it. I just hope that now that Muckman's out, he's the next exclusive. Yeah, um, it just makes sense. Yeah, because what do they have that the disguised Raphael? Is the next one, but I really mm-hmm. want anything Muckman. I will buy it. Glow in the dark, clear plastic, flocked. Just <laughs> um, hey, actually, that that would be really interesting. A flocked garbage mock, uh, Muckman. Yeah, it makes sense. I mean, I'm sure that they're scheming. I hope they are, anyways. Uh, and the last thing that came in that box of note is. I got one of the Mego Killer Clowns from Outer Space, which I sent you guys pictures. Mm-hmm. Maybe the laziest packaging I've ever seen in my life. It's just a blown-up picture that they took of a TV screen. So yeah. it's like a pixelated screenshot of a low-resolution DVD or VHS. And that is the cover of the toy. And it's so bad that it's kind of endearing. That like <laughs> It's... Like they just either they don't care or they're going for a look. I don't know what they're doing, but um, I saw it and I cracked up. You know, it's a fine placeholder toy. There's nothing new about it, really. It's just a regular body. It has like elf shoes instead of clown shoes. And this really like loosely sculpted kind of looks like a clown head, but it's a it's amigo. So, eh. Yeah. You know. Um, it Josh, looks, get, it, it looks, yeah. I mean, I'll have when this last one comes out, I'll have more clowns to put in my killer clowns figure display that didn't get proper action figures that aren't Funko. I'll take it, you know, they weren't <laughs> that expensive. Um, Josh, you get any cool? Not too much. I did, uh, I did receive my, oops, sorry, I'm going to mute for a moment. Had to cough. Um, I did um, get my replacement transformers in from Hasbro. Yep. Uh, and I, man, I had to laugh uh, only because I guess I expected them to somehow be more recent than they were. 
I'm not I'm not complaining because they still sent me free Transformers and hey kudos to them for being able to do that and do it quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they sent me Power of the Prime Inferno. <laughs> and like how many years ago was he now? Two. Oh, yeah, that was a least, while ago. Yeah. I I'm gonna have to check it up because I think he might have come out while I was in, in Western New York. I, gonna, I think gonna... so because Siege was two years ago. So and uh, and yeah, it was uh, the other one was uh, Siege Six Gun, who well, an awesome figure was also surprising because it was like, oh, okay, got still got Siege figure. Those Siege figures are still some of my favorites from the Transformers line. Like the, they, I, I have zero complaints about any of the Siege figures I have. Yeah, I mean, like, I can't knock it at all, but it it was it was just a surprise because. Let's see here. Uh, So, yeah, uh, Inferno is four years old now. Yeah. Uh, So they sent me a four year old figure and a two year old figure to replace uh, (laughs) two figures that I bought, you know, within the past year. Uh, on one hand, cool. On the other hand, c- come on, guys. You've raised the prices. Send me the yeah. modern toys. Good point. Uh, I did open Inferno today. He does seem to be um, between Inferno and Hotspot. Uh, Inferno is definitely the stronger of the two figures. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hotspot, at least my copy, is all sorts of floppy. Uh, a lot of the tabs don't really like to lock in place so they'll just sort of like let themselves go and that includes the big flap on his chest Mm, so you know that sucks yeah exactly uh so you know when when i first saw it right away i was just like "Mm, i skipped him uh but i opened it up and i i'm pleasantly surprised he he's all his all his joints are very tight uh, he transforms very smoothly. Uh, I think he works better for the mold than Hotspot did. Uh, you know, I don't know what it is about it. Just the I feel like the red works better than the baby blue. You know what I like about that figure is because you know he's a combiner. He has that the big head on on the on like the ladder, yeah. <laughs> and like you can extend the ladder out and flip the head around and be like, just have like a head growing off of him. Yeah, I love it, it. It looks really funny. And and it is um that is one of the better combiner torsos. Yeah. Uh so it makes me makes me happy to have a, a decent version of the mold with the combiner torso in, intact because uh Ectotron is good use of the core engineering uh and some of the mold pieces. Mm-hmm. Uh but obviously skips all of the combiner pieces. So so yeah. Uh, Six Gun is a great figure. I haven't opened him because I will be sending him onto Mike. Uh, uh, Josh, that thing I yes. sent you, did that show up? Uh, it's scheduled to hit tomorrow. I, I checked the tracking this morning. Okay. Double checking. A uh, little peek behind the curtain. I sent Josh a box of dicks. So I can't <laughs> wait. I can't wait. So do many dicks any, of so many sizes. Do any of them have a LeBron James head on them? Hey, I hope so. <laughs> I'm gonna just I'm gonna just, just tell you this story right now. It's LeBron James related. 
I'm out and about. I like to buy presents on clearance now and sit on them because I'm a cheapskate. I happen to be in the Hallmark store and they have Space Jam 2 Christmas ornaments. And I was like, this is hilarious. <laughs> I'll buy a LeBron James ornament. But then I was like, wait a second. I'm buying Josh something he's just going to throw out. <laughs> I'll save the money. <laughs> the end. Uh, you know, it's I did see a bunch of those uh, LeBron James that uh, had the head stolen. That that toy mm-hmm. uh, on the shelves recently, and they had new packaging that held the heads in place. Those are on clearance at Walmart. I saw them today. I was going to send you a picture, and I was like, "All right, this LeBron James joke is getting kind of old." Uh, yeah. I was I was so I was so damn amused by the fact that it was like, "Oh God, they redesigned the packaging to hold the head in." <laughs> Too little, too late. Because, because <laughs> you know, anyone cares enough to actually buy that toy. Yeah, go ahead, re-release it, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> right. Fuck you, Space Jam Two. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking piece of shit, bullshit movie. <laughs> Fuck LeBron James Two. Uh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good times. Uh, uh, sorry, folks. My head, my head hurts, and I'm gonna take it out on LeBron James. Uh, the only the only other things of note that I really got this week uh, is uh, I know I, I sort of alluded to it in a way uh, the last episode, but January is always a very he- heavy Lego month for me. So there's there's a lot of brick stuff that's not really worth mentioning on here because it's just like, hey, I got this Lego set and I got these minifigures. And I got a Lego stunt bike, although you, the Lego stunt bikes are fun as hell. You know, uh, you've, if, you've made me want to buy one of those. I, I'm, I'm eventually going to check it out. Um, uh, they, they, part of my ignorance, uh, what's the Lego stunt bike? So I guess uh, I guess in like the last winter release of the year last year, they released a new series called Lego Stunts with a Z. Okay. Um, but. All of the sets come with uh, a newly designed motorcycle system that has what's called a flywheel system. Okay. Uh, and the smallest amount of push on it will cause the the back wheel to momentum rotate forward. Okay. So it like if you rev it up and you do the classic like rev the wheel on the floor. Yeah. It really gets going, and you can make the bike go over ramps and do flips and zoom down a hallway. It's got a surprising amount of force to it, and That's I'm, really cool. I'm really, I'm really impressed. And some of the bikes um, have like little things that clip onto the back that help them like pop wheelies and ride up on one wheel. Oh, it That's it really works cool. surprisingly well. I didn't expect to be in impressed with it as i was i bought one of the uh they sell the bikes single pack with uh, a minifigure and they're uh like seven or eight bucks which isn't bad considering you're getting like an actual little essential essentially like push motor system in it plus Mm -hmm. a minifigure that generally retails for four to five bucks um i bought one of the bikes on a whim and i had so much fun with it that i bought like the cheapest $25 set just to get a couple of the ramps. Uh, and while I'm perfectly happy with that as is, uh, I'm really impressed with them. I don't feel the need to get any more, but they're, they're fun as hell. 
if I see him on clearance, I might bite for one of the other sets. And so the, the uh, video you sent me of was it was it Vincent chasing it down the hall? Oh yeah, that that was awesome. And I could totally see my cats going nuts for one of these things too. And um, and there is one of the I think it's the largest set, so it, I think it's probably like a hundred bucks. In other words, I have no desire to get it unless it's heavily heavily clearanced. Uh, one of the features is it comes with an all new design of Lego monster trucks that for the first time are in scale with minifigures and have working suspension. Oh, wow. Uh, in a way that you can like, you can, you can do, you know, the little flipping frog toys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's basically that principle. You can like press your thumb on the hood and it makes the monster trucks flip. Uh, and I watched a few videos of it and it works really, really well. And it comes with a few, Lego cars that are crushable, like the entire uh, top of the car collapses down so you can run the monster trucks over it. Oh, that's really that's, cool. That's just fun. Yeah, like it's it's one of those things because it's the largest set and expensive and doesn't fit with my Lego collection. I'm not going to grab it unless I see it for probably like 40 or under. But. Yeah, I, I got to applaud the the line in general for something that at first I looked at uh, and completely dismissed. Yeah. And until I, I, I really picked up the package of one of the individual motorcycles and was like, wait a second. This isn't just a like a single pack Lego, Lego motorcycle. This does something. Mm-hmm. Uh, cool. Yeah. And that's that's pretty much it for me. Mike, what about you? Um, well, I got a, a few things this week. Um, and I, I also, as promised in last episode, I, I'll mention a few things that I didn't mention on the, the return episode. But uh, I picked up on clearance the McFarlane Etrigan figure. Um, it was on Amazon Warehouse deals for like seven bucks. Sweet. And I'm like, you know what? I've always liked Etrigan. It's seven dollars for a, you know, a seven inch figure. And um, he's really freaking cool. My only complaint is that the spiked gauntlets he has are really pointy. <laughs> so trying to bend his arms, it's like, ow, ow. But uh, his sword is awesome. He's very posable. It's a cool sculpt. Like, I'm overall impressed. I've said it before. I'll say it again. McFarlane has been impressing me um, with pretty much all the figures I've bought by by him lately. And uh, for seven bucks, you can't go wrong. I also picked up uh, the Marvel Legends. Was it Crow figure from Eternals? The bad guy? Yeah. Is it Crow? Is that how you say it? Great figure. Yeah. I got him for 12 bucks on on Amazon Warehouse. The the package was crushed to hell, but who cares? I was going to open it anyway. And um, I've always had a soft spot for weird monster figures. So, and especially if they have like tentacle hands (laughs) that you can grab other figures with. So I, I really like uh, this figure because, you know, you can wrap the tentacles around other figures and pose them in a cool way. And uh, for again, for 12 bucks, I can't complain. Uh, rumor has it that Marvel Hasbro is going to be using that crow body to make a Carnage figure. Um, oh, take that oh, oh. for what it's worth. But more often than not, Hasbro doesn't make something unless they can reuse it at some point. And uh, yeah. 
people have noticed how similar it looks to Carnage. Um, I can see that. They were yeah, like behind on the Venom movie figures, so it's possible. Um, but, you know, bated breath. Just keep waiting and maybe you'll get lucky. Mike, what else did you get? I, say, I do really like that figure, though. Um, I also got uh, from I, I, I got the Muckman figure that you had talked about earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have one complaint. Now, I love the figure. He's great. Uh, him and Mutagen Man are definitely my favorites of the bunch that I've got. I really like I like all of them, but I only have uh, what is it? Metalhead, Baxter, the Foot Soldier, um, Muckman and Mutagen Man. And um my one complaint with Muckman is because he's so top heavy, I feel like the the like the T peg or the little ball joints that they have at the thighs, I don't feel like it's necessary for a figure that big. Because it's not like you're gonna be having them do the splits. You know, I almost feel like just a thigh cut works better because mine maybe it's just I'm I'm biased because my my figure has loose thigh joints, but he's kind of wobbly. Like you, you you find the sweet spot to pose him in, but I'm afraid he's going to topple over. So um, I have, I have know, to fix the thighs. I was going to note that Muckman is one of the few figures that you never had to worry about posing because he has the giant manhole cover on his foot. Yes. Uh, so even with his wobbliness, I mean, he does topple for because he's huge. Yeah. Uh, but his foot really, really helps. It does. But that's the leg that's super loose. Oh, um, so <laughs> if I don't find the sweet spot, it just like he pivots on his hip and falls over. Yikes. So, yeah, that's why I'm like, well, this sucks. I have to I have to fix that joint. But, you know, I would have been really happy with just the thigh cut. And that's one thing with Ninja Turtles. If you look back at the old Playmates line, they didn't have like a standard articulation across the board. No, every figure had their own weird articulation meant for that design. So I feel like Super 7 could have pulled that in with these figures and been like, all right, for these guys, they're going to have just regular thigh cut. You know, for these guys, we'll have the full range of articulation. Like, And I think it still would have worked, but I get what they're doing. They're trying to make them super poseable as well as looking like the original designs. Um, oh, I'm super poseable. <laughs> I am not. I am closing it on 42 and my body hurts. Um, <laughs> yeah, that 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 was a total lie. I just I just told him a blatant lie. I am not superposable anymore. Um, but some other things that that I got uh, like right around uh, right around Christmas or for Christmas, I ended up getting the classified uh, Cobra Commander. One mm-hmm. of my friends bought me that for Christmas. I love him. Like, yeah, that skirt really hinders his articulation, but he looks badass. I love that knife he comes with. Yep. Um, so, and, and I mean, I'm really just going to pose him with my Cobra Trooper anyway. So I'm like, yeah, okay, you know what? I'll deal. Um, really cool looking figure. And I grabbed the uh, Snake Eyes movie Scarlet for like nine bucks. So I was nice. like, I don't She's have a Scarlet. She's a perfectly fine Scarlet. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I she figured. comes with the one accessory she needs. Yeah, the little crossbow gun. The little and crossbow. I'm like, I'm like, perfect. This 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 will be my Scarlet figure. Um, now here's the big question: Is did you, upon opening uh, Co- Cobra Commander, did you wave him around and yell Cobra? <laughs> I I did not. I just had him slap Death Row and then I set him down. Does he feel <laughs> overdesigned to you, Mike? Yes. Yeah. Very much so. That's my complaint: is he's a little too busy. 
you know, it, it's my favorite. Vincent Cobra... agrees. <laughs> my favorite Cobra Commander figures have always been classic battle mask. You know, the silver shielded face. That design. With, even with the little weird elastic booties that he has that goes over <laughs> his shoes. Mm-hmm. Um, or the stirrup pants, I should say. I uh, I love that design, and I love classic hooded Cobra Commander. Like, I've, I've always enjoyed both of those designs. Any iteration of those, I tend to enjoy. Um, but yeah, this one is a bit busy. There was a... Uh, uh, oh, God, was it the 25th? I, can't, I think it was in the 25th series. They did one based on the Warren Ellis cartoon. Um, how what was that? It wasn't I'm forgetting what it was called. It was the one that was on Adult Swim that was all it was made for adults. Uh, was it? It wasn't Revelation. It was it was some R word again, like all of our childhood stuff, like He Man coming back with an R title. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I'm brain fried too. But yeah, it was that one. He had like a cape and a skirt and like. The almost like the iron grenadier uh, sword, you know, on his hip. And like the figure looked so cool, but you get him out of the package and you can't really do anything with him because he has all this busyness to his costume and you can't really poop, like pose him around and move him. And it's like, well, <laughs> it's, it looks great, yeah. but I can't do anything with this toy. Um, so yeah, I've always preferred, you know, that Cobra Commander. But um, I also got the NECA pizza monster from the turtles line the animated line and this is the first time i can say with the animated turtles figures since the first wave where i'm like wow this doesn't feel fragile every other animated turtles figure i got feels ridiculously fragile and i'm afraid to take them out of the box well this is like what one that doesn't have accessories and very little paint he yes but he has a shitload of articulation Great. Like, and that's what made me go like, wow, he doesn't feel fragile or and none of the joints were stuck. Um, but he's got like double knee joints, double elbows. He's got wrist articulation, ankle articulation. It's all over the place. And he he works great. Like, I, I really like the figure. Actually, it's one of those figures that after I got him, I'm like, well, crap, I would like to have two more of these and have a little swarm of them. <laughs> so. Um, I did also get Mutagen Man and uh, and Ace and um, was it Ace Wing Duck. I'm afraid to take them out of the package. I haven't done it yet, just because yeah. the last. I mean, Mutagen Man is fine because mm-hmm. he's, he's not very busy. Um, I haven't even taken Ace Duck out of the bubble. It just I don't want him. You it's, know, I li- I like Ace Duck, but it's like I just I don't know. I'm. I, I'm a little gun shy ever since my Splinter and Baxter incident with the uh, the animated turtles because I opened those and like I said, Baxter just kind of fell apart. Yeah. And I was like, what the hell? Um, Which is really surprising because uh, my my Baxter is incredibly solid and he's one of my more solid figures, which just goes to show how shoddy the neck of quality control is. Right. And that's that's the thing that, that bothers me is like, like, see, whereas my Muckman figure, my Muckman was fine. And I know yours like the gun crumbled immediately. Yep. You know, and it's like now, granted, don't get me wrong. My, the gun on my Muckman feels extremely fragile, but it didn't break on me. Um, but yeah, NECA's quality control with these turtles is is abysmal. I 
honestly haven't been picking up the 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 Toon Turtles for that reason. Like I've seen uh, Ground Chuck and Dirtbag several times, and Wingnut and Screwloose, and the the Punk Frogs, and I love all of them. They look fantastic. Same thing with Mondo Gecko, but I haven't bothered to pick up any of them because I'm I don't want to spend fifty something dollars to to have a toy that I'm only going to keep in the package. Yeah, I would you know? spend that money on the Super Sevens if I had to choose. And that's what I've been doing. That's why I was like, you know what? Screw it. I'll, I'll go ahead and get Metalhead and I'll go ahead and get Muckman because I know I can take those out of the package and play with them. I mean, um, my Muckman, my NECA Muckman has been loose, um, but I had a lot of dairy. So, <laughs> 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 <Dead joke. laughs> um, the other like I, I, I won't keep going, but a few of the, the Christmas items that I, I got that I didn't mention, um, I did get all of the new uh, Final Faction figures uh, from Josh. He yep. sent me the 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 robot dog and like the weird Two Face guy and the dude that looks like a Backstreet Boy, <laughs> and the uh, and the vehicle. The vehicle is friggin' awesome. I love that thing. Like for for two bucks, that is insane. I I still can't believe it that exists for that price. It's so good and like. It fits the uh, the um, Fortnite three and three fourth inch figure so perfectly. Um, I also got the uh, the Cobra the three and three fourth inch Cobra soldiers uh, that uh, you know Josh got me that for Christmas and they fit in there perfectly too. So it's like this really is the perfect three and three fourth inch little vehicle to tool around with for two dollars. I can't get over it. Um, and I, I love that robot dog. <laughs> robot dog isn't is so he great? Cool. He's so much fun. And I, I love that he's just got a little tiny chihuahua inside of him. Um, and then uh, last but not least, uh, the, um, whatchamacallit, the uh, Fortnite arcade machine. I finally got one of those. And um, I really like it. I, I think I think those are really nice for, I mean, yeah, 12 bucks is pushing it, but the machine itself is really nice. Uh, it's a really cool, like, diorama piece. And the weapons it comes with are highly detailed and painted well. So, yeah, I mean Hasbro's killing it with that Fortnite line. And that the the sculpt on the the inside is just unnecessary. But yeah, awesome. It's yeah. really well done. I um, I got mine, but I got it on clearance. But I definitely think it's worth it. Um, oh, and this is not toy related, but I finally got my uh my. Kickstarter, I, I backed uh, the Red Plastic relaunch, or relaunch, and I finally got oh, yeah. a copy of it. Yeah. Oh my god, that is such a great book. Yeah. It is so cool. So, uh, yeah. Speaking of Kickstarter, something I forgot to mention in stuff that I got that I want to mention before I forget it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I finally got my Madball figure. Oh and yeah, that's right. 18 months after the fact... I finally got it. It showed up. Um, I sent you guys a few pictures. Um, it's no joke. It it's ridiculously great. Uh, like I cannot say it's massive. It's heavy. The thing was only forty bucks, which is crazy. Um, it's a modular figure, so it kind of has like a Glios peg system. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't pull anything apart because I've I've just broken too many toys lately. And I was like, you know what? It's fine. I don't need to pop and swap parts on this thing. It's great the way it was. The old ones didn't do it. Its head doesn't launch out of it. Um, 
so I'm just leaving it the hell alone. It's uh, Premium DNA, which is a company that has had some serious issues with like customer service and taking people's money and not sending them product. And uh, so buy at your own risk. But I'll say this for a figure that's eight inches tall, 40 bucks, massive. It's probably three pounds of just hefty, thick plastic. Damn. Uh, great accessory. He's got stuff that like looks awesome. You don't need it, but it's super cool. Like he's got like binoculars and um, a te- like a periscope, bunch of different changeable hands. It just looks really cool for that price. Considering how much things cost nowadays, um, it's totally worth it, in my opinion. Um, another thing I forgot to mention: rest in peace, Bob Saget. Yeah. Uh, for, you know, when you hear a celebrity dies or is founded in a hotel room, your mind immediately kind of goes to some pretty weird places. Like, um, is it drugs? Was there like a hooker? Um, well, apparently he, he was in the middle of a tour. Yeah. You know what? I think Bob Saget has earned the right to go out however the hell he wants. So, you know what? If there was an accident, so what? He, uh, as long as he was happy, that's all I care about. Um, and that's all I'm going to say about that because I'm kind of tired of eulogizing dead celebrities, people that I've never met. I enjoyed his work and, yeah. uh, it's a shame he's gone. So I, I just hate that we're, we are all now at that age where the celebrities that we grew up with, and, uh, you know, the the artists and performers that we grew up with are all starting to slowly pass away. And it's it's been a bummer. It's been a real bummer yeah. for the last, like, six years now. Slowly. They're dropping like fucking flies. <laughs> well, that that is true. That is true. But it's like, it, it's, I don't know. It, it's it's weird to me because I think the first one that that hit me like a ton of bricks was Angus Scrim, And I knew that was coming. But it was like, oh, man, Angus Scrim passed away. And then, like, the next morning, Bowie passed. And I'm like, what the? You know, it just that hit me hard. And then it's just been ever since then, it's been one after the next after the next. And it's like, damn. You know, I don't feel bad when, like, City Poitier dies because he was he super old, you know, wasn't he in his 90s? Yeah. Uh, You know, God bless him. Same thing as Betty White, like, okay, she mm-hmm. didn't make it to 100, and we can make all kinds of, you know, analogies about her taking 2022 by the throat and jumping into Mount Doom, but it's like she lived a good life. Yeah. And honestly, with COVID, what kind of life can you live when you're a senior citizen? So it's going to happen. I'm just and, happy she did so much. And let's be real, that was some genius comedic timing. It was yeah. um, because now, because we are we are now seeing all of the magazine covers celebrating her hundredth birthday. It I saw one today and I was like, should I buy this as like a collector's item? But I just left it. Um, you know, like I won't be I'll be more devastated when like Justin Bieber dies because he's got so much to give to the world. <laughs> um, hang in there, Biebs. Hang in. There. I love your your Tim Biebs at Tim Hortons. Um. Anyways, speaking of 
dying in the kind of the world I'm, we live I'm, in. I'm sorry. Wait, 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 wait a second. What? The what? Okay. <laughs> the, the, just Josh. Josh, just, just, just I, hold on. What? How have you? Please tell me. <laughs> no, no. This can't be so, a real thing. Justin Bieber has his own Timbits called Timbeebs. Tim. No. Timbeebs at Timbits no. at Tim Hortons, which are like donut holes, right? I so, don't want Justin Bieber to have his own Timbits. So here's the deal. You, why? You go to Tim Hortons, you give him money, and you can put Justin Bieber's balls in your mouth. <laughs> okay. And <I> like that. <laughs> they come in chocolate, birthday cake, and blueberry. And essentially yeah. they're just they're balls. I mean, I, I guess I, I'd put Justin Bieber's birthday cake balls in my mouth. They're covered in crunchies, like these lumps, like Bieber's lumpy balls. You put them in your <laughs> mouth. Um, I can tell you, though, if you're going to eat them, they're loaded with sour cream to keep them moist. Oh. His, <laughs> his moist, lumpy balls. And if you have any kind of lactose intolerance and you put Justin Bieber's crunchy, moist lumpy birthday cake balls in your mouth you might get the shits later so this i've taken this, this joke episode as brought to far, you by canada as far as i can go thank you canada's number one export justin bieber and we made a joke a few episodes ago that david boreanis was a canadian export he's from buffalo yes he is <laughs> so sorry for messing that up <laughs> i i'm <laughs> I'm going to sit in disturbed silence for a few moments and <laughs> contemplate the fact that there are uh, Justin Bieber Timbits called Timbeebs. Yeah, they're called uh, that, that, I'm not okay with that. You know, Josh, these kind of have like an ecto-cooler quality. You're like, this is stupid. And then you try them and you're like, oh my God, these are actually really good. And as bad as the marketing is, you're probably going to want them to come back. Um, but anyways, <laughs> uh, oh, so it's terrible. We live in a horrible world right now. Probably, uh, I hope this is the only pandemic our generation has to live through because we've lived through 9-11. We've lived through George Bush Jr. We lived through Donald Trump. We've lived through volcanoes, all kinds of just crazy, stupid shit. And now we have COVID to deal with. But thankfully, there are some very genius entrepreneurs out there that are smarter than doctors, are smarter than the CDC, and they know what's best for you. They worry about your rights, your right, your right to not wear a mask and to cough in other people's faces, uh, your right to take heart dewormer. Uh, they're here to help you with the secret ways to handle COVID. And we've got our first commercial in a long time. It's good old Jumpin' Jack at Jumpin' Jack's used wheelchair emporium. Kind of down the road from the Kmart. It's right next to the dog kennel. Um, I don't know about you guys, but I need used wheelchairs constantly. Um, so thank God there's Jumpin' Jack. Um, funny thing is, he can't jump because he's in a wheelchair. But I think that's sort of like calling a big guy tiny, things like that. I'm not sure. Uh, but he's got all of your COVID needs and all of your Trump bumper stickers and 
you know, your flags to put on your pickup truck. He's got it all. So sit back, listen to this commercial, and we'll be right back. Hey, everybody, it's your boy, Jumpin' Jack, at Jumpin' Jack's Used Wheelchair Emporium. Are you just sick to death with all this COVID baloney going around? You tired of these so-called medical professionals telling you what to do? Yeah, I get it. Drinking bleach and shooting UV rays up your butthole. And that thing with the heartworm medicine that killed all those people has been rough. But let me tell you something. You're in luck. Because I've got the cure for COVID right here. That's right. Don's Magic Lemonade. Who knew that this whole time that drinking the rightful president's piss could cure COVID? I've got barrels of this stuff straight from the source. So come on down. It's only $39.95 a bottle. And we're located right next to the kennel on Route 17. Mmm. Mmm. <laughs> it tastes great. <sighs> Take that, COVID. And we're back. Uh, I don't know about you guys, but I don't have COVID. Thanks to Jumpin' Jack. Um, I just, I took a... F- few swigs of urine last week. I'm good to go. You said I'm covered for at least six months. Um, I don't know how he found Donald Trump and got him to fill all of these government barrels full of piss. But he did. I trust him. I don't know why he would lie to me. You know, he votes Republican, and that means he's trustworthy. I'm, so, I'm going to guess there were already government barrels full of piss in storage. <laughs> Well, no. how, else, how else are they going to have the clone army? No. And it's nothing to do with the fact that it's next to a kennel. No. <laughs> and I, I let me tell you. It has nothing to, do, nothing to do with the fact that the kennel had a short spurt of time where they named every dog Donald Trump so it could be true. You know, look, my breath has never, <sighs> smelled, bre- never smelled better. And uh, I don't have COVID. So I'm just saying. Anyways. Uh, Fair enough. On- on to the news. Entertainment Earth is the exclusive home for the Jada Toys Glow in the Dark Creature from the Black Lagoon. Um, I haven't seen these at retail. It's a Glow in the Dark Creature from the Black Lagoon, which kind of has my name on it. But I don't want to pay Entertainment Earth shipping prices. And it's a little more pricey than I would uh, pay normally. I don't know about you guys. It looks cool, but like not cool enough to buy at a premium price. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. look thirty dollars plus shipping cool. No, it, Agreed. It, it doesn't at all. Um, in other news, there's more pics of Drifter Bruce Wayne. Uh, <laughs> he looks even worse. This is a figure that would look bad in the '90s. I don't yeah. know what they're doing. The motorcycle he comes with looks cool, but he looks like crap from every angle. Um, it it genuinely looks like something McFarland somehow produced like 15 years ago. Yeah, it's I, I just, don't know how they went back in time and produced <laughs> figures for a new movie <laughs> and just kept them in storage. Um, who knows? In further McFarland news, the GameStop exclusive Swamp Thing has been revealed. Uh, it's new 52 Swamp Thing when he gets all extreme and grows antlers, and when he's like Battle Swamp Thing. Uh, personally, it's a look of Swamp Thing that I hate because 
the idea of Swamp Thing being like proactively violent kind of bothers me. He's more of a I don't give a shit kind of character, and that's how he kind of gets in his adventures. Um, and in more Swamp Thing news, people who pre-order the regular Swamp Thing from uh, McFarland, the figure looks great, by the way. Uh, most of them they're receiving are unpainted as some sort of cheap variant. They put like a variant sticker on it. It's just gray plastic Swamp Thing, like paint it yourself. Haha, <laughs> surprise, the chase figure is every figure. So enjoy that, you know, what a Todd move to do. Um, the bulk of them have no paint. That's crazy. Yeah, and in more quality control news, the bulk of the 80th anniversary Batman figures that they're doing, the one with the big crazy cape oh, and, yeah. and the cross are arriving broken. Oh, so gosh. people are getting them, and in the package, the arms have fallen off and the head has fallen off. So it looks like Todd is rushing things to market and quality control is suffering greatly. So if you've pre-ordered that Batman from Target, best of luck. I hope he's you know in good shape when you get it. You take it out. I'd be careful. It's looking like the pegs are the problem. So the shoulder pegs, the neck pegs are like cheap plastic and they're breaking very, very easily. Um, something we talked about in one of the very first episodes is a company called Numskull that was doing figures for doom and we kind of remarked that they're really expensive for what looks like a little tiny blind box figure they're out and surprise they're huge they're like oh eight to ten inches they're really big to kind of make it closer to the price point that you're paying which is like 40 and up so they're like more expensive designer vinyl type of figures uh that are going to take up a lot of space so if you're going to get these, it's not as bad as it originally we thought. Uh, there are bloody Joker and Kotal Khan figures coming from McFarlane as well. There's a Dark Knight Returns Superman 2-pack with armored Batman and regular Superman from the Dark Knight Returns. Which means how how many freaking Jokers is McFarlane released. <laughs> I don't know. And this is like he's got this weird, the cane that he has in the game is a weapon. Mm-hmm. It's his accessory, but it's huge on the figure. Yeah, and it, it doesn't look right. It's weird. Uh, I saw new McFarlane stuff at the store today. At Target, they just, I got lucky. They had Red Hood. They had Hazmat Suit Batman. And they're in these giant packages, and it's crystal clear that they were meant to have accessories. And they're not there anymore because Warner Brothers won't let them do guns. And it's really, really, really weird. Um, so stupid. And this Dark Knight Returns Batman, if you got the Mattel armored Batman, it's definitely comic accurate. This is like a McFarlane take on the Dark Knight Returns Batman in the armor. So it's a little odd. And then Soups is just regular Superman from the Dark Knight Returns, which is very stylized. Uh, Wave two of the Simpsons Ultimates figures have been shown off. So you get Krusty the Clown, Duffman, Bartman, and Hank Scorpio. Uh, Again, like a really an eclectic lineup of characters. Um, I'm kind of wondering, Bartman is always two different color schemes. So he's always like blue and purple or this one they have him. He's like red and purple. So Mm. I'm just going to assume that at some point there's a repaint that's an exclusive somewhere. Um, I didn't jump on board with the Simpsons Ultimates. I won't be jumping on these, but they're really cool. 
there is prototype Boba Fett from the Hasbro Star Wars Black Series, which was originally a Walgreens exclusive. Now is coming back out with some slight, slight tweaks to his articulation scheme. Uh, Action Force Wave 2 has been shown off. These are the guys that are making, these are like the Valivers. They have Sergeant Slaughter that's in scale with the G.I. Joes. These mm. figures are kind of a quick-to-market kit bash. Nothing crazy or new about them uh, that's worth buying, in my opinion. But if you like that scale and you like military figures, go for it. And there's a new Sergeant Slaughter, which is just a kit bash of some other parts, and a guy with a clear dome ghost head. That sort of looks like that um, Johan from uh, BPRD. Yeah. Uh, we are getting Bionic Woman reaction figures uh, from the Bionic Woman. If you're a fan of those, they look pretty cool. And the new G.I. Joe classified figures are making their ways to stores, and they look great. People have been finding them and reviewing them. I found the tail end of a case that had... Uh, Cobra Bat, Alley Viper, and it has a repainted uh, Gung Ho. So I found Gung Ho. I didn't find the Bat and the Alley Viper. But people are also getting their hands on Storm Shadow, Spirit, and the new Cobra Trooper. And they all look really, really cool. Uh, in my mind, in my opinion, Storm Shadow looks just perfect. Nothing yeah. to complain about at all. So I pre-ordered him and Croc Master at the same time. Yeah. Uh there's what also, a load of crock. Huh? Ah. There is also uh, news out that there are more Tiger Force figures coming to Target. It's some sort of a vehicle set with a Tiger Force figure included. Um, people are suspecting that it's Duke, and it might have the motorcycle that came with um, What's-His-Nuts McGee. So, uh, <laughs> you know, the Breaker? Breaker. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and finally, stores are starting to reset, clearancing out their Transformer Kingdom figures to make way for Transformer Legacy. So Josh was right. This last wave that has um, Blaster and Chainsaw Parts Master guy. Uh, pipes uh, and Slammer. Pipes and Slammer. Slam your pipes. Um are going to be hard to find because they're going to get cleared out to make way for the legacy figures, which are still really cool. Um, I'm looking forward to kickback, 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 and the repaint of Waspmater when they come out uh, for me for sure. So that's it for the news. That's are something, you guys... I, <clears throat> something I forgot to mention during our show and tell. I did find Blaster, and he really is worth it if you can get your hands on him. How and he will be re-released tape? in Legacy. Yeah. Yeah. His tape's cool. It, it's it's a great little minifigure. Um, it's I, I really like the way Hasbro has been doing the like the the anthropomorphic figures, like the the, the more humanoid uh um tape figures rather than the, like the animal ones. Yeah. But uh it, like he's he's a great little great little tape. Um, I have I've had zero complaints with the the humanoid looking tapes out of the all of the ones I bought. The only one I have a problem with is Ravage <laughs> of the tapes. Do you guys know if the the new movie uh, Soundwave that's coming out has a tape feature? Yes, it it does have a tape feature, but it does not include Ravage. Ravage is a separate core class figure. Okay, I'll take it. 
and he doesn't turn into tape. It looks like he just kind of cubes up into a little box. Yeah, pretty much. I'll take it because I think it looks super cool. Yeah, oh yeah, that sound wave looks amazing. Um, but his transformation does look like, oh hey, we flattened out sound wave. <laughs> that, yeah. That's true. Um, yeah, Transformers. I hope I get some more on clearance, but I'll take what I can get. I'm kind of hoping that I find uh, Dinosaur Megatron somewhere for super cheap, like $9, but I'm not going to hold my breath. Um, he's the only one that's out there that I kind of didn't buy that I would like to have. Um, but I'd also probably break him. So man. he's a lot of fun, but definitely fiddly. Yeah. yeah very All fiddly. the Megatrons are always fiddly. All right. Uh, something that I forgot to mention, one little tail end to the news. I got on good authority that Ollie's bargain outlet is getting He-Man figures. So I heard from a little birdie that they're getting solid cases. I don't know who is in the case. I don't know if it's all He-Man, all Skeletor, if it's the first wave, the second wave. I don't know if this person was mistaken and it's Masters of the WWE. Um, I went to an Ollie's today on my way home. There was nothing. So Hmm. all I know is it's not the Bendy's and it's not the minifigure five pack that Ollie's is getting. Vincent knows and he's not telling. No, no, he's just going to tease us about it. That son of a bitch. Or does he want to, sh- does he want to show off his giant shit? Or his That's brother? not Vincent. Vincent, Dr. Mew, cats, whatever. Um, so that's the news. Are you guys ready for some more life advice from our friend, Jumpin' Jack? Oh, of course. And I need what, it. What to do if you get COVID? Sit back, relax. If he's selling you any kind of like meal kits with freeze-dried food and barrels, I suggest to do it because you never know when the government's going to collapse and you'll need gold bullion to survive. So we'll be right back and uh, enjoy this commercial from Jumpin' Jack. Hey, everybody. It's Jumpin' Jack here at Jumpin' Jack's Used Wheelchair Emporium. Are you thinking maybe the magical PP juice isn't enough to cure your Wuhan flu? Well, guess what? If you're going to kill a deadly virus, you may need something even more deadlier. That's right, sexually transmitted rabies. If you're okay with your genitalia looking like a bubble machine, then come on down and tell me where you want it. I'll need maybe three to four minutes and some Bobby Brown music, and you're good to go. But don't worry, you can always pray the rabies away. Come on down to Jumpin' Jack's Used Wheelchair Emporium, home of the buy one, get one free used wheelchair guarantee. All right, guys, we're back. And this is kind of a conjunction with the new contest that we're running. Um, It wasn't my idea originally. Uh, Dawn kind of floated it to me in a message and she said, hey. What if other people got to contribute to the show and gave you ideas instead of you just throwing toys at people to try to get them to like your show? And I was like, I don't follow. And she's like, what if I won a contest and gave you guys an idea of what to talk about? And I was like, oh, okay. And then she said, you know what? I have a massive ego. I've always wanted to be my own toy line. And I was like, oh, okay. Give us some time, we'll think of something, and then we'll pitch ideas to you. So this was Dawn 
this is one of many topics. She's just got like pages and pages of ideas of things to torture us with, to talk about on the show for her own sick amusement. So are you guys ready to kind of Shark Tank style pitch these ideas to Dawn? Dawn, the toy line. Indeed. I'm I'm going to get things right rolling right off the bat here. Because <clears throat> mm-hmm. I'm going to pitch a uh, a deluxe Dawn toy line uh, that each includes uh, a different racing vehicle uh, called uh, the Great Race Dawn Edition. Oh. Mm-hmm. Is this like wacky races? Oh, no, no, no. It's the Great Race. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, I see where you're going there. Is this like the reality show, Great Race? And, the, and then there could be, like, different... Dawn, Dawn from different parts of the world with different speedsters. Oh, interesting. You know what I'm picturing? And each one would have a different hat. <laughs> Are these, like, the McDonald's prizes where it's like the oversized body in the car does dawn come out of the car yes dawn will come out of the car but okay when you so put dawn in the car it will make the pilot dawn pop up in the car which is much like those mcdonald's ones and slightly weird and oversized i like this i like this yeah interesting i can picture her in like a gyrocopter Inside of a uh, like a a zeppelin, uh, man, what would Don drive? Josh, Josh, obviously one of them is the A team van. Yes, oh, that, yeah. that that obviously has to be one of them. Would it be we'll the go... D team? No, it's got to be the A team. Josh knows it has to be the A team. Oh yeah, no, it, it has to be <laughs> the A team, and and it's it's almost gonna gonna carry like an ice cream truck like system in it where it just blares the a-team theme as it as it rolls so the real question is don mm-hmm. which a-team member are you oh i'm murdoch oh you know i always thought you'd be face no no i'm definitely murdoch so you're howling mad don i'm howling mad don yeah i see now are these just just four dons dressed up as a-team members so is there like one with a Razio? Is there, yeah, like one with a mohawk and lots of gold chains that hates to fly? One one with a cigar hanging out of his mouth. One that used to be on Battlestar Galactica. Yeah, I'm thinking. I'm I like thinking this. that's, yeah. Very cool. I was thinking, because you can insert your name in all kinds of crazy theme songs like 80s toy lines. Don DeRazio, I mean, yeah. real American hero. Don DeRazio is there. Wherever there's freedom, wherever there's alcohol, Don DeRazio is there. You like a three and three quarter line of highly articulated Don DeRazios that are there to fight the terrorist group known as Panda. Instead of Cobra, (laughs) it's Panda. I was thinking think of something behind the scenes of like what that would stand for. I was thinking Mango. Oh, Mango. (laughs) Yes. The terrorist group known as Mango. Mm-hmm. I'm liking this stuff the, so far, the, guys. Stroke the, the eagle the, here. Stroke no. the, the middle-aged gaming organization. Known as Mango. It's all bronies. <laughs> the, 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 middle, 
the the middle aged uh what does the N stand for? Middle aged ninja 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 gaming organization. Now, you know, we could take this a step further. Josh, you took my second joke, sort of. What if you had like middle aged mutant ninja dons? Where oh. get this hear me out. Let me pitch the premise. So there's four radical skateboarding teenagers. They're exposed to toxic waste, and they're also exposed to Dawn, and they mutate into half-teenage boy, half-angry middle-aged woman, and then they fight other mutants. And instead of pizza, it's Kit Kats. So this is sort of like the... Maybe it's kind of like Ninja Turtles, not really. It's like Samurai Pizza Cats. You know, like, all of those were going to just cash in on it. Right. But it's so long now, nobody remembers the Ninja Turtles. No, yeah, they're, they're not much. still a thing. No. no, no, of course not. See, now, you guys, you guys all went, like, you know, kind of fantasy mode with this. I was thinking more along the lines of, like, Fisher-Price Adventure People. So we would oh. actually have different dons, like different outfitted dons, but we would have stuff like the movie theater playset with real projector screen. So we could, you know, oh, put it up on the wall yeah. and the projector. We could have like, you know, a Karen figure that has to be removed from the theater, stuff like that. You know, we could actually have like a Fisher Price, Fisher Price playset. You know, I think mm. that'd be pretty fun. Now, without asking Dawn's opinion on this, do you think she would want like, dolls with like combable hair and fruity scents like you could buy instead of barbie dawn and you could dress her up in like cool convention t-shirts see i feel like the 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 adventure people would be would be more although they could have combable hair there was a whole line of those like now would they be like fisher price little people who are like butt plugs with heads no, 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 I was totally thinking adventure people. And you could have okay. like a, you could have a convention playset with, uh, yeah. you know, included celebrity figures that could be exclusive to Entertainment Earth or Big Bad Toy Store, you know, that kind of a thing. What about so like I, an I, off? Would you give Don an off-brand Lego line? Oh well, you have to have one of those. I mean, you're you you're could, not somebody until you made an off-brand Lego line. You could just build all kinds of mundane things in Don's life, like the Don's cluttered garage playset. If you see my garage, it is cluttered. I mean, <laughs> you could have the like Don is angry in line at Aldi's building set. Mm. I don't know and, about getting uh, angry at Aldi's. I don't usually get angry in line. <laughs> I'm trying to think of like <laughs> Don's mad because they're out of her favorite peanut butter cookie. Um, uh, that'll never happen. Because peanut butter cookies are gross. <laughs> Blasphemy. <laughs> peanut butter is only good with jelly on sandwiches. End of story. <laughs> Blasphema. Oh, that's funny. Would you have like a mad scientist or like a an 80s gross out toy line of Dawn? Like I dissect a Dawn playset where she's from like outer space and you have to do like operation style, like pull out her her Doctor Who double heart. Her squeedly spooch. Her squeedly spooch. <laughs> She's got like three skeletons inside of her for some strange reason. You know, like 
Christmas presents. I was, I was hoarding them from Timmy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> She's got extra and you can't have them. Do any of these sound exciting to you, Don? Or do these so sound far, like complete garbage? So far, a couple of them, a couple of them sound very, very interesting. Yes. Uh, uh, I don't know about the uh, the uh, the mutated the mutated ones of me and 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 something with toxic waste. I don't know about that one. You don't want, you don't want <laughs> that, to have like radical teenagers that look that, like you that are color coded. That's too early nineties. Yeah. Uh, I, I by see. that time I was I I had grown up I was mature by that time. Hello, I was listening to college rock by the time that came around. So you were listening to Dinosaur Junior and hiding your smokes inside your Rancor pit. Yep. <laughs> right. Uh, what other? I mean, great... it was more like REM, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about like the classic Don Durazio spaghetti pear Play-Doh set? Where you can give Dawn a haircut by pumping <laughs> Play-Doh through the top of her head. I think that would be a lot of fun. I think that would be fun because uh, I need a haircut. So I think that would be fun <laughs> just for that reason. <laughs> what about trolls? Do you no. want like trolled out? No. 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 Oh. <laughs> Unless. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Um, yes, but the hair is not on top of my head. <laughs> oh, I don't know why you guys are laughing. I was just talking about chest hair. <laughs> Either way, it's funny. It's like awesome powers. <laughs> I could totally picture like. An early 80s Dawn in space toy line. Little Star Wars Dawn figures you put her in spaceships. What kind of sidekick would Dawn have? Like a Chewbacca? What would you give her? Hmm. I feel like I feel like either a cat or a dog anthropomorphized into like a Chewbacca. Several cats and dogs. Would you give her like an, an effeminate golden Josh? That just tags along and complains all the time. Or how about just like four cats taped together? And that's the closest you can get to Chewbacca. You know, it's like kids sneaking into the movie oh, theater under a jacket. Okay, no, oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. We're, we're on the right track here. What if it was like a Voltron-esque type thing where the dog is the middle and oh. the cats are the arms and the legs? That works. That Yeah, Dontron, Defender of the Universe. Mm-hmm. I, that would be pretty sweet. Yeah, like, yeah, just Dawn-themed robots that make a bigger Dawn. Or just, like, <laughs> you know, like I'm picturing you have, like, a lot of wicker furniture or something. So, like, wicker Dawn. <laughs> like, the wicker man. <laughs> Please, not the bee! <laughs> or what about, like, you know, Dawn Ra, Princess of Power? Give her her own castle. Some sort of giant animal to ride. What would Dawn ride? Like a giant duck. <laughs> a giant duck. <laughs> like a ridiculous saddle and a really crazy headpiece. That way you could give her combable hair, but she'd still have like a giant battle axe and all kinds of crazy, goofy, like puns on words villains for her to fight. You know, Josh, what would let's 
let's give her the sidekick of Josh. He, he would be like the Skeletor to her He-Man. But what would he be? I mean, Don, you were his boss, right? Well, yeah. For for a little bit. <laughs> so he could be like the disgruntled employee that's your arch nemesis now. Does he? He doesn't have a skull for a head. Button oh, chops. You mean you mean a, bu- a popcorn bucket on top of his head? There, there we go. <laughs> yeah, that works. That's the theme. So he has a popcorn bucket that you can stick stickers to, and make whatever face you want. For, well, it's not Buckethead because that horrible replacement for Slash guitarist. Uh, popcorn head, helmet head, Josh head, Josh Josh Tor. The 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 snackalator. Commander Snack. Colonel. Commander, yeah, there you go. Oh, Commander, Commander Colonel. Colonel. Yep. Who will just drip butter on everything because that bucket's upside down. It just never stops. <laughs> just gets everywhere. Butter flavoring. Butterface. <laughs> uh, that's that's wh- that's why I keep the bucket on there because I I had an accident with a popper and I yeah, you... have severe butterface. What? That's <laughs> butterface. That's it, butterface. So, Don Ra, master of Regal, and her arch nemesis Butterface. You have a giant duck that you ride. You live in a castle. A ridiculous castle with a gimp that lives in the back. And there's all kinds of crazy characters that, you know, we could Don's friends and family to fill out this line of overmuscular, loincloth wearing crazy people with combo toy chest line hair. with chest hair. Everybody has chest hair like trolls, including Don. Different colors so you can make wishes and play uh. with, you know, it's great. And this is for kids. Um, I have to, I have to add that, like, the main male, uh, of the good side, uh, yeah. has to have a button on the back of his chest that will pump his lungs in and out. <laughs> <laughs> what? what? <laughs> now, in She-Ra, Bo's action figure had a button that would pre- you would press and the heart would pump and you would see it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so that's what okay. it has to be. It's gotta be his lungs. All right. Uh, I love it. So the male lead would be Iron Lung. Sure. The (laughs) robot that can't breathe unless you assist him by pumping his lung. (laughs) You team up to fight Butterface and Karen, who wants something free every time you see her. I love how Josh is just rolling with us making fun of him. I love it. Mm. Josh could ride whatever like Dawn rides. He just has the evil color of it and it's flocked. Or it would be Dr. Tony, uh, Josh, you know, you know the name. You know the name of your evil duck. It's in your case. Okay, so. See your case. So. Yep. 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 Uh. Oh, senior case. So. <laughs> Who the hell is Senior Queso? Senior Queso is something that goes back to college, if I remember correctly, Josh. That that is absolutely true. <laughs> you guys had a duck you fed cheese? <laughs> no, this was Josh's. Josh, you had a pet duck. I'm so confused. It was a it was a stuffed duck puppet. Okay, okay. I, I just I'm thinking that there's an actual duck that you just like that lived behind a dumpster that you just took care of. 
<laughs> you fed him like nacho cheese and you named him Senior Queso. <laughs> yes. Yes, we're going to go with this. Time, this is, this oh, is official at, now. At one time, I'm, I'm going to tell the story, Josh, that Senior Queso got stolen uh, by somebody. And I ended up finding another duck that was very much like him, but it was smaller. And we named him Pequeño Queso. <laughs> and I do, I'm not sure where, but I do still have Pequeño. <laughs> So was this like a community, like a, a theater joke with you guys? No, that was just us. Josh, <laughs> Josh being a weirdo with a duck puppet. Yep. That was just us. <laughs> okay. I, I will, I will tell you, I had a puppet of a skunk in high school that I used to go around with. It's true. I saw that skunk. See, now, I, I, I was not around for that, but this is reminding me all too well of the toaster incident at Denny's. What? <laughs> Do you remember that, Josh? Vaguely, but the thing with the toaster incident is uh, I was I was involved with a show at the time. Yes. Uh, where my main prop was a toaster that the character uh, carried with him when he uh, when he ran away from home that he had called Toaster Amazing. <laughs> See, now I was I was leaving Denny's for the night. Like I had just hung out with my friends and I was on my way out the door as Josh and a bunch of his friends were coming in and like, yeah, we just said hello. And he just goes, Shh, I'm making toast. And he held up a toaster and I went, okay. <laughs> Cause I okay, had no Josh, clue what was happening. What, what show did you have a toaster? Even I don't remember this. Uh, that was, this is our youth. The, oh. uh, the thing was contained in the, uh, God, I can't I can't remember my character's name. I think I think it might have been Denny. Um, but the the things that were in my uh, suitcase that I, I ran away from home with consisted of a vinyl copy of uh, Cruisin' with Ruben and the Jets by Frank Zappa. <laughs> um, a pound of fake cocaine. Toaster Amazing, which was my favorite childhood toaster. <laughs> uh, and the the thing that the part of the reason I brought this up at all is because it is relevant to the, the podcast uh, is something I felt uh, genuinely sort of honored to be trusted with. That was a prop for the show uh, was the tech director, Joe's uh, mint in package vintage major Matt Mason. That's pretty cool. Uh, which, you know, was, you know, he, I think one of the only reasons he trusted me with it was because Joe knew I was a toy geek, among other things. Okay, yeah, so Joe, let me didn't, get this right. Joe didn't trust me with shit. Uh. I, I, I think <laughs> I think the only re the only reason Joe let me handle it was because uh, I point blank. I was like, no, Joe, I'm, I'm a toy collector. I get it. This like. I know you don't trust me with tech stuff, but like this is. If if I can impart to you that like this is my version of tech stuff, I will take care of this. So let me get this right: you're in a production called Our Childhood. You play uh, a kid who runs youth. away from our youth, a kid who runs away from home, and he has these specific things with him. Or they said Josh just takes stuff that's funny. Uh, nope, most of it is actually in the script. Okay, so you don't actually have a toaster from your childhood called Toaster Amazing. 
No, no. And it uh, would not surprise me though. As as much as as much as I tried to bargain with the director Jack, uh, he would not give that toaster up to me. That was actually his toaster. <laughs> so you walk at Denny's I, with I the tried, toaster. I tried desperately, tried desperately to get Jack to give me that toaster. Did you but, ask for slices of bread to make your own toast with the toaster you brought into Denny's? Uh, I I I did not. I. If I recall correctly, uh, I I likely did something along the lines of like, "Shh, be quiet. You'll disturb the toaster. <laughs> <laughs> if you disturb the toaster, it won't make the toast properly. It will lay bad toast." And now, to be completely fair, <clears throat> this was like what, like two thousand, two thousand one, somewhere around there. And that time at Denny's was an interesting time. It wasn't that out out of the norm to see someone with a toaster. Yeah. I mean, I still remember very vividly uh, sitting in in the one booth, like doing my homework, a bunch of people coming over and, and, you know, stopping and having coffee with me. And my old boss for media play walking in, not saying anything, pulling a roll of toilet paper out of his coat slamming it on the on the table and running away <laughs> so like these were the things that happened at denny's in the early 2000s i i you know why you know why because we were allowed to smoke in there <laughs> yeah i was gonna say i i definitely remember a point where where we were in there with uh among other people adam quigley uh and he had his guitar with him <laughs> Uh, and and there was some sort of some sort of very very rowdy sing along that we had done. <laughs> uh, I and... I distinctly remember knowing when Josh was at Denny's because he found the switch to the sign, and I would drive by, <laughs> and if the sign was off, I knew Josh was in there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's awesome. Yes, that's true. Um... <laughs> And uh, this particular night, we had played a lot of rambunctious music, and and one particular waitress came over with a very, very foul look on her face, uh, and we absolutely expected to be kicked out. Uh, And instead, she just sort of slammed uh, like a receipt piece of receipt paper on the table. We all sort of stared, and she was just like, "It's your request list from the non-smoking section." (laughs) <laughs> walked away <laughs> she's so pissed <laughs> oh, oh I, remember that. We'll, I remember we'll, that we'll have to just talk about the different crap that happened at Denny's in that era because there's a lot of stories there really are <laughs> oh fun time oh, that, that could be its entire own podcast 90s Denny's experiences. It really could. <laughs> There's some weird shit that happened. There was the time I don't know. We I don't know if you guys were part of it. The the 24 hour experiment where we tried to stay at Denny's for 24 hours. Oh, I was. I don't think so. It, How it, long did that go? It did not. It it was it was me. I want to say, I don't know if Strasburg made it the whole night. I know it was like me, Greg, and a couple others. We we actually we were there for so long we got moved to the other smoking section. Remember when the smoking section moved in the morning? <laughs> yeah. 
we we got moved to that section and we had breakfast and then all of us started feeling really sick because we had just been smoking and drinking coffee and eating greasy diner food for like 18 hours and we're like i got i gotta go home (laughs) we didn't make it the full 24 were you guys paying or were you like just i'll pay at the end of the day oh no no we we well we paid when they switched out waitresses (laughs) oh my god what to like what end to brag that you were in a denny's for 24 hours because we were bored kids (laughs) oh my god and yeah it was well it was fun because we were just all sitting around dicking around like playing games we used to bring like board games with us and Forget our sketchbooks, and we would create random shit there. We had, oh, a paper yeah, air- we had a paper airplane war the one night where it was like several booths in the smoking section, and like one person that had no idea who any of us were, and we were just throwing paper airplanes at each other. <laughs> so I could have just walked into this Niagara Falls Denny at some point, and yep. you guys would, you be would have been terrified. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes escape. you had to go to the other one. Yes. Sometimes. <laughs> it so, was rare, but sometimes Perka Denny's was on the table. Yep. <laughs> oh, God, Perka Denny's. <laughs> What's Perka Denny's? That, it used to be a Perkins, and then it got switched to a Denny's. Okay. And now it's like a spine specialist center. Yeah. <laughs> the building's still there. So I go to Perka Denny's, and you guys would just be hanging around playing, like, Grape Escape or Trouble. Yeah. God damn it. I, I had... Oh, eating french oh. fries and drinking way too much coffee oh, yeah. i distinctly remember one time going to denny's with two separate groups of friends i think mm-hmm. Joshy remembers this one where where rob convinced everybody that matt black had broken up with them. <laughs> matt black was in one group of friends rob was in the other <laughs> Matt Black was so pissed. He's like, Matt, why did you break up with me? Oh, God, he ran out of the restaurant faking crying. Yeah. Uh, to this day, Matt Black still hates Rob. Yes, he does. Were Rob and Matt Black an item or something? No. Matt. Oh, definitely not. Rob being Josh's brother-in-law. Oh. Yeah. That's yeah. an interesting wrinkle. But that was yep. before before they were yeah, you, they were married. But like, yeah, it was just it was just fucking around with Matt Black. And his name has to be said that way. It has to be said Matt Black. Oh, definitely. Yeah. yeah. No, it, it can only be said Matt Black. Matt Black. And that way you can sing Matt Black all on the floor. Matt Black. I want some more Matt Black till we get sore. Matt Black all on the floor. He's never going <laughs> to listen to this. So what's the matter? Oh, uh, Oh man, uh, it's true. Good times. <laughs> so, all right. So back to my toy line and stroking my ego here. So, what was supposed to be a joke about Don's ego turned into reminiscing about you guys being Denny's delinquents. We'll go back to <laughs> currently. It's a Shira themed toy line. So she has combable chest hair, a rogues gallery, one sidekick who is Iron Lung, in a castle. Of some sort. Is that enough? Do you need like some cool vehicles, Dawn? Do you want like a time traveling uh, refrigerator? We already already said it's the A-Team van. No matter what, it's going to be the A-Team van. If it is a refrigerator, it's got to be painted like the A-Team van. So she has a a black refrigerator with an A on it. And only the right people can go inside of it, by the way. Not punky. 
Nope. That Fun it, Funky sound <laughs> It locks from the outside, so you can't get out if you're inside of it. But it goes on adventures. To Denny's. That's why we gotta leave Funky behind to open up the refrigerator. That's right. Ah, Only yes. after a long time and you've almost died of suffocation. Or, you know, survive a nuke. Because are they adventures or hallucinations because you're losing oxygen? Who knows? Exactly. And that's that's part of the play pattern. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that's why Iron Long doesn't breathe that much. It's all part he of the He was in adventure. there too long. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh. Josh, I hope you're taking notes to make these someday. <laughs> Remember each toy's play feature, Josh. Combable chest hair for Dawn and tons of weapons. You've got your never-ending <laughs> butter face that just never stops dripping butter. So it must be like a, a Cobra Con squirt gimmick where it's just like a, uh, you know, essentially like a hand pump soap <laughs> in action figure form. Iron Lung, who can't breathe. I feel like you need one more bad guy to even it out. You've got ducks that you ride on. So, Senior Queso, <laughs> the other one. <laughs> I always thought, you know, somebody's like lobster hands is always fun if you're going to go with it. But, um, Don, you want to hang around and make fun of us as we wrap the show up? Yeah, why not? All right. <laughs> For a peek behind the curtain, Josh is a little under the weather, and he's probably off camera right now, just puking out of the floor. Um, Again. What a baby. (laughs) (laughs) We've got one more COVID-friendly commercial from your friend, Jumpin' Jack. Over at the Jumpin' Jack, use Wheelchair Emporium right down the road from the Kmart and the Pizza Hut. And he has a special message. Did you guys know? You don't have to wear a face mask if you don't have a face. That's right. Good point. What? Sit back. Get the fuck out. Listen to the special message from Jumpin' Jack, who I heard does surgery on the cheap, and we'll be right back. Hey, everybody. It's your boy here at Jumpin' Jack at Jumpin' Jack's used wheelchair emporium. And you know what I hate more than anything? All these damn mask mandates. A gentleman can't go into an adult bookstore get some magazines and go to Arby's and get a milkshake without getting yelled at because he's not wearing a mask. Don't they know that I think I'm tough and I drive a pickup truck? I'm an American. You can't tell me to think of the greater good because I'll do what I want. You know what I say? Hell no, fake news. I ain't wearing no face panties. I'm going to tell you all a secret right now. Big secret. They don't want you to know. You can't wear a face mask if you ain't got no face. So come on down to Jumpin' Jacks, where we're performing face removal surgery for the low, low price of $4,999.95. You don't need a doctor's note either. So come on down to Jumpin' Jacks, use Wheelchair Emporium. Meemaw don't need that wheelchair, she's dead. We'll take it. Okay, we're back. Are you guys ready for the most popular segment of the show, the Hall of Fame? Indeed. So, in a neck and neck battle where they were, it was Terra Claus was winning, Stinkor was winning, but in the end, Mossman won by one single vote. Wow. Uh, so, he just barely beat Stinkor. I think it's just the people in the Facebook group, more people had Mossman and fond memories of Mossman. 
than they did of Stinkor. Um, I guess if you put like three of them in front of me on the floor and I'm a baby, I'm going to take Mossman and then put them in my mouth and get all those flocked particles inside of my body. It's going to kill me. It'll shred my lungs. Um, but they are, they're all great toys. Uh, Josh Yan. Did we lose Josh? Uh, no, still on hello? This. hello? Oh, there we hello. go. Josh, do you have an yeah, entry no, for this I... week's Hall of Fame? Hmm. I'll come to you last. Thank you. Don, do you want to participate? It doesn't even have to I, be a toy, just something I, fun. I do have one. I do have All one. right. Guess what? It's a four-way dance this week, guys. Yeah. We're being joined by Don, the first winner. If Ever. you want to be a historian. Ever. Yeah, that's right. So we're all going to pick toys, and I guarantee you Don's going to have something on the left field that is going to beat the crap out of us. Yeah, so you should just let me go last. <laughs> all right. I'll go first. My pick, because I won, is the Mad Scientist Dissect an Alien playset. Toy that I had as a kid, and I loved. I could never get the damn guts back inside the figure because it fit together like a puzzle, but I had a lot of fun with it anyways. Um if you ever had it when you were a kid, that many people did. It's sort of like an Eternia kind of thing. It was an expensive toy. Um, it was cool. I loved it. Mike, you got one? Uh, yeah, I'm going to go with something that I really liked as a kid and surprisingly has never returned, but Kristar. So the, the oh, titular man. figure from the Kristar line. I loved Kristar. You just remind me of it. You know, it did come back. Um, it did? When did it come back? It was a Glios figure. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, no, I, I don't. I, I didn't even know that. I'm just surprised with all the other 80s properties that have made some kind of comeback that we haven't seen like a big push for Kristar. I had Kristar, the lava guy, and the dragon. Uh, I, I forgot. Yeah, Moltar, I had him too, but... Um, I want to say it was Warbo. I had the green crystal dude. I think it was Warbo. I'm looking it up right now. Yeah, Warbo. Um, he's the dude that came with the crossbow. Um, I didn't have the dragon. I wanted the dragon. The dragon was cool, but it didn't do anything. It didn't move at all. Yeah. Um, and it was very, very hard plastic. So if you ever had Crystar toys, they were like glass almost sometimes. So this dragon was like heavy mm. and sharp. <laughs> yeah. But uh, <laughs> I had it. My uh, my brother oh, had the yeah. catapult place, uh, like the the lava catapult thingy. That was really cool. Man, I just is any of this left over? Is it all garage sailed? Oh, I don't have any of it anymore. Man, your parents' attic must be amazing. Oh no, my no, I I'm pretty sure Kristar went the way of the buffalo. Like I remember my Warbo broke in half, so I think some of those figures just eventually got thrown out. That's a shame. Those yeah. are great figures. You never see them either. They don't come back in like toy shows or anything. It's just they're done. Dust yeah. in the wind. Josh, do you have a pick? I, nope, it. I'm going to go Bashosaurus. Okay. Oh, that's a great pick too. Okay, Josh, go uh, back to sleep. Yeah, Bashosaurus. Josh has selected the Bashosaurus. Josh has an open head wound. Um, right now he is laying on the floor, his head is held together with a belt and some tape. Um, much like and, Peter but, Jackson and bad taste. But, uh, Vincent is there helping lick the wound clean. Yes. Yes. 
if most people don't know this, cats have some of the cleanest mouths of Mother Nature. Full of all kinds of beneficial, beneficial. Is that even a word? No. It's beneficial a name of, uh, food. Yeah, it's yeah. full of beneficial Animals. bacteria from licking their buttholes all day. So Vincent and Dr. Mew are licking Josh's exposed brain right now, and he's kind of just on the floor shaking his limbs uncontrollably. Um, he likes to call those love spasms. Um, he'll be fine. He'll chime in tomorrow and be like, guess what, guys? I didn't die again. And we'll be like, all right. Uh, Don, what's yes. your pick? All right. So, yes, I have one, guys. I have a pick. And it is. It's going to... I know, I know you guys are going to be so jealous of this pick. Okay. All right. It is the Chronoform Transforming Robot Watch. Ooh. Yes, it was a functional watch and a Transformer-esque like thing. I think I have that. <laughs> That's right, people. It was fashion and a toy. Yeah. Interesting. Do you guys remember, like, only the cool kids had the video game watches back in the day? Oh, yeah. Remember that? It was, like, back when, you know, before Game Boy, there was, like, the Tiger Electronics handheld games. And that turned into the game watch. But, you know, it was just, like, you could kind of move something around on the watch. You weren't really doing much. But if you're one of the cool kids, you'd have one on the school bus. (laughs) Yeah, I was. I remember that. I, yeah, I had... Double Dragon, maybe? I don't know. I had it, and it was one of those, like, I got this, it's awesome! And then immediately I was like, oh, this is stupid. I've wasted my life. (laughs) (laughs) Not as cool as the Chronoform Transforming Watch, which I guarantee you will build, will beat the Dissecting Alien and Crystar and Bashasaurus. No, you never know. You You never never know. know. You never know. Um... Bashosaurus can bash things. That's this is true. true. And Kristar is translucent plastic, and everyone likes that. And uh, you can dissect stuff. Yeah, but yours tells time. <laughs> and transforms. That's yeah. <laughs> it's two and one. Um you guys got some pluggeroos for this week? Mike, I know you just dropped the Return to Oz episode. Yes. So episode 125 of The Boogeyman's Closet came out today, and uh, we are starting a new year with our family-friendly month, which is rather interesting. Um, but well, yeah. what's next week's episode, though? Why, next week will be Beetlejuice, and oh. we will have a familiar voice on that episode. I wonder who... <laughs> <laughs> I wonder who's coming out of retirement. <laughs> you retired? I, no, I you just like retire. to say you came out of retirement. Yeah, it sounds cooler. <laughs> Actually, we'll we'll have quite a few familiar voices this month. Um, but yeah, so we got we got the family friendly month, and then of course there is raised by rentals. Uh, it's the other podcast I'm doing, which our police academy episode just dropped. And uh, next up is our Goonies episode, which should be really fun. That'll be episode three. If you've ever wanted to hear an in-depth breakdown of the inner workings of Police Academy, which <laughs> I didn't know I needed this in my life. <laughs> I mean, any discussion about Steve Gutenberg, I'm on. You yeah, know, I'm for it. Like, 
the you know like i never really knew i needed the oedipal complex of sweet chuck and hightower and it's like <laughs> you guys are just there <laughs> dissecting everything and i'm like what the fuck <laughs> Characters that I have no memory of, but I'm like, oh yeah. And it's <laughs> like, how can you not remember Sweet Chuck? No, I remember Sweet Chuck. I remember Zed. I remember the core characters, but they're like, there's some like lackeys and like goons that are in half the movies. I just forget that they're there. Yeah. I never remember anybody past Hauser. You know. Oh yeah. Um. Because you know, like you can't grow up in the '80s and not love Police Academy. Oh, it's absolutely. Just, you know, it's just there. But well, yeah. And that's one of those things in the 80s, like and like we talked about on that episode and you know, we talk about in the Boogeyman's Closet is stuff that really should not be uh, aimed at children <laughs> ends up children. being aimed at children. <laughs> <laughs> Cuz like the Police Academy movie started off very much R-rated comedies and slowly morphed into cartoonish representations of what they once were and were clearly aimed at kids. I think there's yeah. a lot of properties in the 80s that became that. They started off there, as an there, adult thing. There is one in particular that it obviously was uh, directed towards children, and it was not if you ever watched it, which was DC Cab. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it, God, it I haven't Mr. thought of that T, in forever. Everybody loved, every kid loved Mr. T, and so they wanted to watch that movie, and that movie is not for kids. I forgot <laughs> about that film. Holy crap. Yeah, I wow. <laughs> it's been a while. Well, think about all the stuff that started off for adults, ended up for kids. You got RoboCop. Mm -hmm. That first movie is rated X, the original cut. Then you have part two that has a, like the villain in the movie is a kid. Mm -hmm. Then you have part three that's straight up PG or PG-13. Yep. Then it's like a TV show for kids. Like it just kind of goes downwards to kids because those are the ones that are watching it. Um Police Academy, Toxic Avenger, and it's no fucking toy line. It's a movie where they run a kid's head over with a car. Yep. They put a Nazi <laughs> in a dryer. I mean, it's like, there's all kinds of stuff that, like, this is not for kids, but kids latch right. on to it. If I ever, you know, if you guys ever had me on the show, I'll probably make the same point again. But when I was a kid, my parents knew what I was watching was horrible, and they mm -hmm. didn't care because that was a babysitter for two hours. Yeah. At least, so they Simpler, would just let me. The eighties, yeah. They were watching Skinamax. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> They'd be like, "Oh, bikini car wash company's on. We can go out. He'll be tied up for a while." Ski patrol. Okay, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Ski patrol. Oh, slumber party massacre marathon. He's good for four hours. Let's get out of here. <laughs> and like, let's <sighs> let's give him a, a Red Baron pizza. And some action figures so he can replay the movie with his toys and we'll leave. And like, that's just what you did in the 80s. My parents, something my dad did, which is insane that they would let him do this. He would go to mom and pop video stores and he would say, if I'm not here, this is my son. I give you let I give you permission to let him rent anything he wants. Yep. Because I would ride my bike to the video store and just rent shit. And they'd be like, are you sure? And he'd be like, yeah, faces of death, whatever. <laughs> and that was pretty much like I was unsupervised to watch anything I wanted because he didn't want to deal with it. He didn't want to be responsible for it. And then I just uh. ended up watching way too much garbage. But without that, I wouldn't be the slightly deranged person that I am today. You know, so 
I mean, the 80s were a weird time, man. A kid could just walk into a convenience store and go, I need to buy a pack of cigarettes for mom. Yeah. 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 I did mm. that a lot. There was a convenience store. It's down. It's gone now. The building's still there. It's down the street from my house where you could buy single cigarettes for a quarter. They didn't care how old you were. And they had an arcade with Neo Geo games. So you could <laughs> come in with a handful of quarters, get cigarettes, and play like King of the Fighters. Because that was all we had to do, is beat delinquent kids. And then we go throw rocks at cars and stuff. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, you know. And I'm still alive somehow. I don't know why. (laughs) Good times. Yeah. Raise your kids right. The 80s. (laughs) Mike, I am going to put my hat in the ring if you ever do... The cartoon all stars to the rescue in Raised by Rentals. Nice. Just if you, you know, episode 500, when you get to that, just, just give me a call. We we actually, uh, and, and I'll have to talk to you about this uh, at a later date, but we actually have already discussed an episode where we want to uh, pull you in on. So. Okay. <laughs> Sounds great. <laughs> we, we have an idea. I was like, oh, I look yes, forward to it. <laughs> oh, gee, I think I even know what episode that is. Uh. <laughs> All right. Thank you, everybody. What about for... Josh? Does he have any plugs for uh, the Asheville uh, show? Assembly required? Uh, yep, see, yeah, I just that. said that. It's February 5th, I believe, and 6th. Yes, yes, that's correct. There you go. All right, there's Josh's plugs for you guys. Yeah, Come that's, to the that's, Assembly Required Convention, where Josh will be propped up like Uncle Bernie, or Weekend of Bernie's, and Weekend uh, of Bernie's. throw money at him and just take whatever toys you want. Uh, I will end the show with one final plug. If you're a fan of Girl Scout cookies and you listen to this podcast, jump on the Facebook group and look for a link to buy Girl Scout cookies from my daughter. Because it's important that I mention this. Because that's very important. Uh, I mean, and it's cookies. It's it's cookies. Everybody has their favorite Girl Scout cookie. My personally is the Samoa. Uh, There's the Thin Mint. And there's a new flavor this year, which is the Caramel Brownie Cookie. And it's pretty damn good. So if you live in my work route, like in Niagara Falls, and you order cookies and you don't feel like paying shipping, I will personally deliver them to your house. I like the sound of this. Also, if you have any Girl Scouts in your life and you feel like supporting them, buy cookies from them. Because the Girl Scouts are powered by cookies. If you do not buy (laughs) cookies from them, they may die. As a former Girl Scout. This is very true. And you know what? You should support former Girl Scouts as well. They may not have the same cookies, but they've got cookies. That's right. (laughs) Buy former Girl Scouts special cookies because they need your support. And all you have to do is look for Don DeRazio on Facebook and ask for her special cookies. And just wait for the hilarious response. This is sounding more and more sinister as we go. Hey. There'll There'll be chest hair. Chest hair and arsenic. (laughs) Yum, yum, yum. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening to episode 30. And it's going to be titled Toaster Amazing because I think that's a hilarious title. I will catch you guys next week. Thank you for listening. (laughs) Bye. Bye. See you.
<laughs> Count, I've never followed you before. I haven't the time for it. No, Count, not even you will remember that you spelt Creepyhead with a K to avoid being sued by Play-Doh. Count, Facebook and Instagram likes please you, so grant me my friend request. And if you do not listen, to hell with you!